Good morning. It is Friday the 13th, Kyle. Kyle and I are in Miami. We're at this beautiful little cafe spot, and we're just wrapping up Nabat, about to head our way home, talking about Ford saying the line is drawn. They can't go any further. Uh, Upgrades in battery plants and the DBL awards. I have no idea if our intro music is playing. Did we nail it? I don't know. Nathan Lamb, we stuck the landing. Hey, he, he gave, us, he gave us, a, us a thumbs up. We kind of done it a couple <laughs> times. So um, we're on our way home. We've been in uh, the name. At, I want to look at you, but it's weird if I don't look at I the know. camera the because camera, Kyle's just above. Just so above. we're going to actually we have the wide angle. So yeah. we're just getting done the name at event. Um, we had a great awards dinner last night. And um, just again, another reiteration that when you build an actual community, the speed at which conversation and trust and change happens is uh, pretty fantastic. Well, what I love about this is last night we were reminded by uh, a couple of people, the, uh, one of the uh, Lifetime Achievement Awards nominees and Mark Bland and, or not Mark Bland and uh, Damian Mills and Damon Lester that like the long time that's been put in to build a community over time that's intentional about community and not about anything else. Like building community and building the awareness around that community in the industry provides the impetus for what we saw the last couple of days, which is a vibrant, energetic community. You said it. Right? Vibrant <laughs> and energetic. That's what it was. And we're like these people saying back in the 90s with 30, 40 people in a room saying, yep, we're going to be here. We're going to be together. And whatever Gee time whiz. it takes to grow this, we're going to be committed to it. That was super encouraging. Just think of the hip hop that was out in the 90s. Right? It was the golden era. And so so basically um, what has happened now, over a thousand people at that awards dinner last night. And yep. they're probably going to be 50% more next year. Going to be. Yep. We want to thank our friends at True Car for um, being so generous and helping getting us out to the NAMED conference because uh, they really see it's important that the conference gets covered, that the community gets highlighted and all the great yep. things that are happening. So uh, thank you to True Car for making sure that we could cover the event. Absolutely. I uh, got to spend a little time with Matt Jones. We have a lot of content to interview with Matt. Um, we've done a lot of interviews that released. We met some new dealers last night yeah. that like the ones that are like, we walk by like, hey, listen to your podcast. They're like, like, oh, wow, never I've heard never of you. heard of you, seen you. And then they tell their story as dealers, as a family oh, dealership. And it just is like. Some, you're going to have to, if you haven't subscribed to In the Dirt with a Sodu, go subscribe. Because when we release these over the next week, you're just going to be like, what? These yes. are so good. Yes. Um, all right. Let's get into some news. Um, hey, we know we have the, I don't know if we have the trigger. If we have the trigger, run it now. If the not, he hit it. He already hit it. Look yeah, at that. Boom. He's on. Nathan, <laughs> our producer Nathan is just the best of the best. Uh, so, quote, we have reached our limit, says Kumar uh, Galora, president of Ford Blue. Um, if you remember, that is the ICE vehicle side of the business. He said to reporters on Thursday, continued on saying, we've actually stretched ourselves to get to this point. Wow. Um, we're open to moving some money around within the deal that might fit the union's needs better. But broadly speaking, from an overall cost of the deal perspective, yes, we're there. And um, despite raises of 23% for hourly workers um, and $21 wage starting for temps, UAW kept expanding the strike. As we know, yesterday, late Wednesday, I mean, they announced their closing. The big the big gun they brought out, Ford's yep. Kentucky truck plant shut down. And um, so the ongoing strike obviously affecting Ford's revenue. And now it seems like the UAW threw their big punch. Ford is saying, it's like, crazy. like, we right have after no more. They threw their big punch. They were just like, guys, we don't, we've got no more to give. Like, yeah. what is this? You know, so I can't imagine what comes next. My guess is we're like one or two iterations away from making something I happen. I think Ford will make one more concession somehow. 
and then yep. they're just going to hold and they're just going to wait it out. I, yep. don't, I don't know what else they can do. Everybody, all, all the chips are on the table, though. All the chips so we'll are see, on the table. We'll see. I mean, it's Friday. So Friday afternoons are a great time to make big announcements. They, that, that's what they've been doing they have the been. whole time, too. So we'll see if something so we'll comes in. looking it. out for a meme on Sean Fain's Facebook yes. account. Yeah. Gotta have exactly what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. man. Speaking of Ford, I guess. Yeah, yeah, so Blue Oval SK, a collaboration between Ford and SK on, has announced wage increases at their upcoming Tennessee and Kentucky battery plants with potential earnings reaching up to $37.50 an hour. Uh, the wage revision, although it's not directly connected to the strike per se, it aims to be more competitive with the current market, as stated by Blue Oval's SK, SK Humans. Uh, SK, Blue Oval SK, which is the name of the joint venture, their human right. resources director, Neva. McGruder Burke said the wage rage uh, for their plants in Stanton, Tennessee and Glendale, Kentucky have increased from 21 to 29. It was 21 to 29 dollars. And now it's 21 all the way up to 3750. Huge. And hourly workers are eligible for pay increases every six months until they reach top wages. Yeah, which this is still going to be under what is happening on the ice side of the UAW negotiations. But for them, but for this to be like an adjacent story to say, hey, look, we're protecting the wages in a joint venture, yeah. uh, which is, you know, which is all about this blue oval. You see the plants. These things are going to be unbelievable. I've driven past. Past oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, they are absolutely like works of arts. They're literally I mean, they call it Blue Oval City. But it really is like the land area of a city is what it looks like. It's oh absolutely gosh. massive. Um, there are a bunch of different, a bunch of other benefits like five uh, percent annual bonuses, medical premiums, four hundred one k vehicle discounts that come alongside of all of this. Uh, so, hey, look, Kentucky, Kentucky, man, Tennessee, amazing. Yeah, <laughs> if you're looking for a new role, come on down. You might be able to be a part of this little blue oval. Uh, 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 Joint venture. So. Well, speaking of a joint venture, hey, segway. Oh, we do. Oh, we do. He's yeah. Sorry, to do- uh, sorry, I ever doubted you, Nathan. <laughs> uh, the Diversity Volume Leadership Awards for 2023 celebrate uh, manufacturers that are most attentive to minority vehicle buyers and outshining rivals. And the birds are excited the birds about are chirping, it too. man. They were chirping. Um, so if you haven't been to NAMAD and experienced the Diversity Volume Leadership Awards, first of all, the experience is amazing because you got Mark Bland, Damon Lester on stage. It's more like a comedy sketch. It's unbelievable. As they're calling yeah. like big groups of OEM reps to the stage. Yes. It was so good. Mark Bland uh, of, of SP, uh, S&P Global and Damon Lester founded the DVLs a decade ago to emphasize the importance of diverse com- consumers in the auto industry. Uh, the awards theme now... Now, as of last year, termed the future majority reflects the U.S. Census projection of minorities actually being the majority uh, by 2045. So there were 22 brands honored this year across all vehicle segments, um, chosen based on U.S. Census and S&P Global Mobility data. uh, And it uh, basically looks at what sectors were won by particular year makes and models uh, for uh, minority purchasers across um, well, I, I believe uh, black, Hispanic, and Latino purchasers in the U.S. So um, a couple of the key ones. Asian that one in there? What's that? And Asian, yeah. sorry. Um, and, uh, and so a couple of the key ones, the, the newest segment was the battery electric vehicle, and they were extremely intentional about saying the only winners can come from manufacturers that with have dealer networks. Yes. They said it like five times. They're like, and if you don't have dealers... <laughs> 
You yeah, can't be on yeah. our stage. <laughs> it's so good. It was a great, it was um, great delivery. Absolute great delivery. So the winner for that th- this year was uh, kind of ironically the Chevy. No Bolt. longer available. No well, longer but- <laughs> available. That'll <laughs> be a new one. Will be available. It'll be another one some next year. Uh, and then the winner of the most coveted award, uh, which is the top overall future majority vehicle, went to uh, the Toyota Rav4, which I think is three years running now, and rounded out Toyota's winning of. Six total awards from the event. Toyota cleans up. To which Mark Bland and Damon said, look at the five tables in this room. Yeah, he was like, Toyota, Toyota reps, if you're here, stand up. And yep. then a number of tables stand up. And he's like, the reason that you are winning in this market segment is because you are paying attention and you are physically in person to understand the needs. And there's no one more in touch with the needs of minority buyers than minority dealers. That stream of logic makes complete and utter Total sense. sense. Yeah. <laughs> right. If you're here, you're paying attention. You're probably going to pay attention. There's your no marketing doubt efforts. you are way then, outselling yes. uh, your vehicles. We oh, did see winners from across a lot of manufacturers. Oh, yeah, though. absolutely. Saw BMWs, Nissan. Um, Mercedes was in there a few times. I thought, you know, was, yeah. was there a Stellantis vehicle in there? I don't remember. I don't either. It probably is. The Honda, the Honda, Honda Odyssey did well. The Odyssey me. was a surprise thought, yeah. over the Sienna. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It was, it was the, the top three were Honda Odyssey, Sienna, and the Kia Carnival were actually yep. the three options. So yeah. um, a great award that we don't think has enough awareness, which is why we wanted to cover here um, because like, Hey, the buying demographics growing. And if there is, we, we had a conversation, we having a conversation with um, later that day about the, it was out to Erica Bruno. Um, outside, she was talking about the buying demographic outside of Boston, and I think it was the Portuguese demographic, right. maybe, and just saying how they are so loyal to someone who understands their needs. That's and it. when a big group came in and acquired some stores, it had it made no matter that that store is where they had bought the vehicle. They didn't trust the new owner, and so they needed to know the owner. Those communities are so loyal to the people that they know. Absolutely, yeah. And so that, that there's just so much opportunity to get in touch with the minority groups in your area and really listen and understand the needs and deliver cars. Yep. And from the OEM level, obviously, Toyota's doing something right. Look, if you haven't been to the NAMAD conference, go ahead and throw it on your schedule for next year. You should. We'll be there. I wonder if it's going to be here next year because well, they're they might just about out. out of space, which is a good problem to have. <laughs> so um, speaking of good problems to have, you and I are on our way to the airport so we can fly home. Thank goodness. So we got Let's a little traffic go. ahead of us, but then we have a nice <laughs> flight, and then we get to be with our families this weekend. So we hope you enjoy your weekend. We hope you have a good time selling or being with your family. Whatever you're doing this weekend, lean into the community, take care of one another, and we will see you bright and early next week.